Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Border officials telling us that the fastest growing group of illegals now comes all the way from China. Some are said to be using apps like TikTok to book smugglers to help them sneak across and to tell them where to cross. According to you, Bill, Chinese migrants are now the fastest growing demographic crossing the U.S. southern border into the United States. Last week, former directors and leaders of the FBI wrote a letter that I can't get out of my head warning about how bad what's going on at the southern border is. But it was this paragraph that still got me thinking about it. In 2021, the demographics of those crossing the poorest southern border started to shift. Young men from around the world traveling alone and holding questionable motivations dramatically increased in number to become the most common profile of those breaching the nation's borders. A startling number have been found on the terror watch list or are from countries designated as state sponsors of terror, distinctly unfriendly to the United States. That's exactly what Fox News was talking about in the clip I opened the podcast with. Every American should read that shocking paragraph from the warning letter sent by former FBI leadership and ask, what, what's the Biden administration bringing military-aged men here for at this rate? There's no good answer. And honest former FBI agents know it. And when I say bringing them here, they are literally bringing them here. On the show in the last week, I've documented the more than $20 billion, that's right, $20 billion filtered through 248 NGOs to house, clothe, provide food, and transport illegals up through Central and South America. In fact, that disastrous Senate border bill, which thank God just failed, had another $1.4 billion earmarked to fly and bust them into the interior of the United States and pay for their hotel rooms. So, I mean, this is a deliberate bringing of these folks to America. We don't know what all the military-age males are going to do, but we do know this. It looks like illegal immigrants just got their own swing state. Yes, you heard that right. Look, everybody knows this is a Democrat voter drive. Even Elon Musk tweeted it this week. Number one, he wrote, get as many illegals in the country as possible. Number two, legalize them to create a permanent majority, a one-party state. That is why they are encouraging so much illegal immigration. Simple, comma, yet effective, he wrote. And like Musk, everybody, including me, has always assumed we had to legalize them first. Turns out, we don't. They may even swing the 2024 election. This sure explains why Democrats are in such a damn hurry to get 10 million of them in here, because they're just on the cusp of the 10 million number. That's the ones Joe Biden has released, almost 8 million, and then the ones that are gotaways, which takes us just under 10. And like I said, it turns out they now have their own swing state because they'll be voting in Arizona, 
in large numbers, more than likely. Here's why. Arizona now has this radical Democrat secretary of state. His name is Adrian Fontes, and he rewrote the state's election procedures manual. It allows illegal immigrants to vote in federal elections, not in state ones, but in federal ones. So for both senators, all Congress members, and they can vote in the primaries, not the presidential election yet, but in the primaries. Yes, you heard that right. According to state law, the state legislature can't change the procedures manual. So this is how it's going to go. If you can't or won't provide proof of citizenship, U.S. citizenship, then you get registered as a federal only voter. You can't vote again in local races in Arizona, but you can vote in the federal ones. Now, wait a minute. Isn't that illegal? Yeah. Hans von Spakovsky, the senior legal fellow and an expert on voting at the Heritage Foundation, told the Daily Caller it's totally illegal. In fact, it's very clear in federal law that it is a felony for an illegal immigrant to register or to vote in federal elections. So how are they getting away with it? Well, the Department of Justice just doesn't prosecute that anymore. So bottom line Democrats are so brazen, they're now writing their election theft, their illegal election theft, into the into the voter manual in Arizona. Now, here's what allowed this. It took a double punch because there was this god-awful Supreme Court ruling in 2013. It shocked everybody. Everybody thought Arizona would win because the Constitution makes it clear. This is really an unconstitutional ruling. The Constitution makes it clear the state's are in charge of elections. And that's why Arizona filed it under Jan Brewer. They thought they'd win. They should have won. It's called Arizona v. Intertribal Council. And what Arizona had done was passed a law, the legislature did, saying you had to prove citizenship in order to vote. Well, the justices ruled in a 7-2 decision that the National Voter Registration Act, that's federal law, preempts Arizona's citizenship verification law. It doesn't, but whatever, they're the Supreme Court. So the National Voter Registration Law, the federal one, says states have to accept and use this federal registration form created by the federal government. Well, guess what? Of course, it doesn't require proof that you're a citizen. You just have to say you are under penalty of perjury. But again, the Department of Justice isn't investigating that because they're now an arm of the Democrat Party. So it does not require a person to provide any documentary proof. So what happened in Arizona was we have now a two-tier system, one for illegal immigrants, you cannot make this up, and one for Americans. And the illegals, also those who are legally here um, but are not legally allowed to vote because they're not citizens, they register and vote anyway. So it's only for federal races. Again, uh, Senate, we have one highly competitive race for Senate right now, Carrie Lake. Um, and there's two toss-up congressional districts there uh, that the illegals will be weighing in on in four competitive districts totally. So you could literally see Arizona in a tight race costing us the House, maybe even the Senate. This should be a good year for us in the Senate. You know, with Arizona, and folks, you're going to see this spread across the country. So they're not even going to have to legalize them to get them deciding elections. So the Supreme Court 
held that. This is so outrageous. This is from 2013. For federal races, Arizona is required to accept the federal voter registration form. It can't impose any additional requirements. Now, you're thinking, why would illegals even bother to register to vote? Especially when, for state and local races, Arizona can still require proof of citizenship, and they do. Well, the reason that illegals make a beeline for the Board of Elections uh, is because your voter card can be used as a form of ID on your I-9 form, and they now have to give you one of those if you're an illegal immigrant in Arizona. So you've actually got uh, a form of ID you can give your employer um, in order to be able to comply with that and get a job. Uh, so the whole thing is a massive instance of fraud. Illegals know that they don't have to provide proof of citizenship. They go get the voter card and the voter card registration card can now be used to establish identity on the I-9 employer form. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I did, you know what, folks? Democrats are so evil, but they're so damn brilliant. They really do their work. Anyway, will enough of them vote, or will enough Democrats vote for them? I mean, who knows? In Arizona to make a difference? Well, there's evidence it already happened. Hanging on my wall is one sheet. It's yellow now. I look at it every day and I read from it at least once a week. It was filed by the Trump team in the spring of 2021 in their election challenge lawsuits. And what they did was hire an independent auditor to go through the voting. What the auditor did was looked at who voted in this these states. So, you know, if somebody snuck ballots in the middle of the night, they're not going to count that. They're not going to count. They're not going to find that. But what they did look at was who on the voter rolls voted and was that person eligible to vote? In other words, should they have been on the voter rolls? That's very easy to do. You just run the voter rolls next to the Social Security database. And it turns out in Arizona in 2020, 36,473 non-citizen voters cast votes in federal elections. Every one of those is illegal, but it would require the Department of Injustice to prosecute and of course dual justice they're not going to 36,473 I'm willing given to bet given demographics more of them voted Democrat than Republican by the way how many votes did Joe Biden win Arizona by 10,457 wait a minute and 36,473 non-citizens illegally voted yep now what do you think is going to be this time after Joe Biden is let in 10 million, that's a border state. Yeah, you get it. Worse yet, Arizona is a state with a patchwork of mail-in voting because in Arizona, a city, town, school district uh, may conduct elections by mail. They just have to vote to do that. And guess where they do that? Yeah, of course, in the bluest area. But quite frankly, I don't know that they'll have to cheat in Arizona. I mean, beyond breaking the law, by allowing the illegal immigrants to vote. Again, this is what they did in 2020. The Democrats are able to point, hey, look, see, it's in our 
a voter manual. It's all good. Well, yeah, but it breaks federal law. Folks, what's even scarier is the idea of the system spreading across the country. We can see this massive voting by illegal immigrants who literally aren't citizens who never have to be amnestied. By the way, if you're wondering what happened to that Trump lawsuit, it was never heard. You know, the one I just read you from with the 36,000 non-citizen illegal voters. Yeah, it was never heard. It, along with the rest of Trump's lawsuits, was thrown out for standing. So none of this has ever been litigated. Meanwhile, as I'm recording this podcast, the news has just broken that a federal appeals court has redacted Donald Trump's claim of absolute immunity for, you know, whatever he did when he was president. It was unanimous, three-judge panel, but unanimous. uh, And they ordered him to stand trial um, on the January 6th charges in that D.C. court. So he's obviously going to appeal to the Supreme Court, but uh, I'd be shocked if the Supreme Court takes this up um, for two reasons. Number one, they don't want to look political, especially not when if the Democrats win a full sweep House, Senate and presidency, um, they've all but said they're going to go out. They're going to restack the court, um, get rid of court justices or just pile it high with so many new justices because they can expand the number. Um, that they nullify the Supreme Court conservative majority. So Supreme Court justices, especially like a Clarence Thomas, no, they, they don't, they're not going to want to hear this. They don't want to look political, just more reason for the Democrats to crack down harder later. Um, but also because I just don't even know how you would rule that he has immunity for what he does as president. I don't even know that I want them to because that could create an absolute dictatorship like right now where a president could say, oh, sorry, yeah, I guess it was unconstitutional. I rounded those people up put them in work camps and worked them to death like slaves. So sorry, I've got immunity. I mean, nobody wants that. So, I, I mean, I, I just don't see them reversing it. I think this is it. And if the Supreme Court declines to hear the case, which is what I think they'll do, that trial is going to get scheduled. Um, and right now it looks like Chutkin uh, will schedule it or there'll be another judge who will schedule it in March. Chutkin is the judge right now. She has another trial on her calendar for april so people have been trying to figure this out either it's going to be another judge uh or she anticipates starting that trial in may starting that trial in may is really bad for us and really good for the left because if it starts in may uh it's going to come down to the wire for us to be able to know by the convention in july whether donald trump is a convicted felon or not we really need to know that before the the convention And if you've ever covered a federal trial, I did as a reporter, usually the first month to six weeks, just a bunch of motions and putting stuff off and scheduling dates. So, I mean, I could really see him still literally being on trial at the nominating convention. Oh, what a year this is going to be. And, you know, oh, what a year this is going to be. That could be the story of your life, by the way, if you finally take that weight off using Ph.D. weight loss. About six front months from now, you'll bump into people. This is one of my favorite things. I hate to admit it, but it is. The shock looked on their faces when they see how I look now because it's so different from how I looked before. I'm down 29 pounds, lost it in six months. I've kept it off for 11, and I feel great. My joint pain is gone, and my visceral fat is down to almost nothing. So go to myphdweightloss.com. Find out more about it. They have an at-home program. You can do it from any state in the nation myphdweightloss.com. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Battleground of
America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 